a song that I have been yearning to hear for so long. It's it's good to hear that music, Ben, because that means it's football season. Uh, we made it. Year two of Hype Train. Man, it seems like not so long ago we were sitting in a different garage, <laughs> recording recording this recording this beautiful podcast for the first time. Yeah, we really we really upgraded our digs. Yeah, just a, a different garage. So <laughs> we are we are grizzled veterans in the podcast game now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the fact that we're recording this podcast in the middle of a global pandemic would have been pretty shocking to episode one, Evan and Ben, but here we are. We have we have a system down, and yeah, I agree. Like this, this would have been pretty crazy to get figured out, you know. Yeah. Given everything going on, good thing we had we got all of our experience. Yeah, know? we have the infrastructure. Yeah, I, I did just find out today that this podcast is recorded on uh, iPhone's voice memo app, which comes standard with an iPhone. Uh, so so that was fun to figure out. Uh, and it explains the sound quality, but, um, but yeah, it's good to be back season two. Uh, so I think today, Ben, we're just going to go through and do some draft recap for everybody before we get the season started. Uh, so it's kind of like a season preview, kind yeah, of like what we did last year. Well, season preview. So we're going to go through, basically, I'm going to start with my opinion on the teams. We're going to go from my last ranked team to my top ranked team. And Ben is going to talk about whether he agrees or disagrees with me. Yeah, kind of standard for the podcast is Evan prepared, and I did not. So, uh, I I, well, actually I did prepare, but I waited until Evan got here, and we were supposed to start recording a half hour ago. Yeah, I think think Ben, actually, if you don't prepare before something, it's called being unprepared. Well, I'm prepared now, though. Like like the the pre part and prepare is... Is a, a pre, you know. It so am I just paired? You're just paired, yeah. Okay, so I, 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 I kind of, I got an idea of kind of what Evan is thinking about. I know where I agree, where I disagree. So, not to go too far down this rabbit hole, but last year the main things we differed on was I thought Tom's team was bad and Jay's <laughs> team was good. I, I love, I love this uh, because <laughs> I was so right about Tom, our reigning champion, Tom By. Uh, I had him, I think, ranked second or something, and you were like tenth, something like that, and uh, and they won a championship. So, so I think I I claimed the title that year. Wasn't Jay's team bad? Jay's team was also good. Oh, it was good. Okay. But I think that was kind okay. of what, what we figured out. Fair was enough. Both the teams were good. Tom's team won the championship. Yeah. Okay. So apparently, if there's any disagreement between the two of us as to what your team's ranking is, you're in for a good year. Yeah. Regardless. Coincidentally, this time around, it is kind of two people where we. What we kind of heavily differ on. Yeah, uh, I I would be shocked if both of these people that we are talking about are gonna both have good years. I I would fall off my chair if both of these owners make the playoffs at the same time. More because of the owners and not the rosters. Yes, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah, because of the history of, of these two owners. But we'll get to that later. Uh, we'll talk about we'll talk about both those both those teams and all of the other teams. Uh, should we get started, Ben? Yeah. How do how do we get started? How do we decide who to who to start with? Uh, oh, you're like you're I said, bottom, I'm a, bottom to top. Yeah, started okay. from the bottom, and now we're at the bottom because we're starting now. Got it. Uh, so my last ranked team, uh, one of the auto draft boys himself, uh, Nick's team. I've got ranked 14th, Ben. This is rough for Nick because Nick has been a competitive owner in our league. Uh, but you know, when you miss the draft, sometimes shit happens, and for Nick, shit definitely happened. Uh, ben. I asked you before we went on the air to count the wide receivers on this team, and you didn't have to count for very long because there are two. There are two wide receivers on Nick's team. He's got Terry McLaurin and Hollywood Brown, which is fine for two wide receivers, but it's not exceptional. And then he's got nobody else at that position because Autodraft got him four tight ends. He's got George Kittle, Tyler Higbee, Chris Herndon, and 
someone named Jace Sternberger. Uh, what are your thoughts, Ben? Yeah, I, when I first first glance at Nick's roster, I was actually like, oh, okay, like this is like, because like naturally when we do this kind of power rankings thing, most of the teams are just kind of like average in the middle, and like teams like teams like five through eleven are like all kind of you're splitting hairs a little bit. Mm-hmm. There's there's a couple clearly like on paper good teams, a couple clearly on paper bad teams, and at first glance I was gonna put Nick in the bucket of the kind of per, five through eleven purgatory, because um, I was like because like starting lap I was like all right like you know Brady McLaurin, Hollywood Brown, Miles Sanders, Gurley, Kittle like. You know, like just solid, but then, but then, that came out of my mouth too quickly. To which Evan said, "Ben, count the wide receivers," and I was like, "Wait, oh." And then yeah, and then that's kind of how it happened. So yeah, I agree with I agree with Evan. Um, I I do think a positive for this team, and I'm happy for Nick on this count. Uh, George Kittle, it, he came home. <laughs> Nick finally gets the good Iowa tight end instead of one of the other randos who kind of float around the, the fantasy fringes, like T.J. Hawkinson or Noah Fant. Uh, and I, I'm pumped. I'm pumped for Nick to have George Kittle on his team. I think even if this team is bad, which I expect it will be, uh, George Kittle is going to break a smile on Nick's face. So I'm excited for that. If uh, Nick's team name is not some sort of a... He has to workshop it, but just some sort of an Iowa Hawkeyes, yeah. George Kittle. Uh, Kittle. Kittles and Bits, something like that. Um, yeah. Kittle Hawkeyes. Yeah. I don't even know. Mm. The team is going to be bad, so you have to lean into the Kittle. Yeah, right. You, uh-huh. Nick, if Nick is smart from like a branding perspective, he has to set like a low bar for himself mm. and just say, I have Kittle. He's going to finish tight end one. Ignore everything else. Yeah. So that's... Yeah, I agree. Nick's team, on paper, pretty bad. Yeah, um, I don't love it. Yeah, so prop, maybe the maybe the worst flex pair on paper. Oof, yeah, right now. right now he's got Tariq Cohen and Tyler Higby in, in the flex. Tyler Higby is not a bad fantasy player, but you don't super want like a mediocre tight end in your flex. And you definitely don't want Tariq Cohen in a standard league anywhere in your lineup, in my opinion. Like, I, I've always been a Tariq Cohen hater, mm-hmm. uh, but... I mean, where is the value going to come from? He's going to get you like 40 yards receiving every week. It's going to suck. Yeah. So Nick didn't actually draft any of these players, so I can't really rag on Nick that much. Yeah. But that's going to be a hole to dig himself out of for sure. Yeah. A little free fantasy advice. You have, when you see all these articles and stuff, every every website is defaulting to PPR now. So you have to keep in mind, like, Tariq Cohen makes sense in PPR leagues, but in standard, standard leagues it's considerably worse yeah. value. So. Just there you go. All right, move, moving on. Yeah, let's... Uh, okay, so next to my rankings, 13th, I have an, another auto-draft guy, Connor's team. Uh, Connor famously got a, a better draft grade than I did, so we'll give him props for that. <laughs> uh, but I've got him at 13th here. Uh, I, so <laughs> I, went, I went and looked back at my notes for last year's season preview, and I had very similar notes to Connor for what I have this year. And those notes are, it's a classic auto-draft, right? He's got solid starters. You know, this, this starting lineup doesn't suck. He's got Josh Jacobs. He's got Devontae Adams. He's got Calvin Ridley, who I love. Uh, but also classic auto-draft. His bench is just, like, not ideal, right? He's got two defenses. He's got, like, you know, a backup quarterback, which mm-hmm. is fine, but, like, not super valuable. He's got Naheem Hines, who is, like, a worse version of Tariq Cohen, He's got DeAndre Washington, who like might become valuable, I guess. Like he's got a backup tight end. Like it's just not a useful bench at all, right? Uh, which is hard to hard to work out with 
kind of things. And we haven't even talked yet about COVID's repercussions on lineups and I don't like no one knows how it's going to work out. So we probably shouldn't speculate too much, but like if you wind up needing a good bench cuz guys keep missing games at random throughout the year, um but from testing positive or from their teammates testing positive, then that causes problems, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's it's it, from looking at when you say the classic auto draft team, it's funny because you see in the ninth round, Nick picked the Buffalo defense. This and, is Connor, Connor. Or, excuse me, Connor. Ninth round, Connor picked Buffalo's defense, and 10th round picked a backup quarterback, Baker Mayfield, which, like... Classic auto draft. So that's kind of, like, what auto, auto draft does. And then, like, the ninth and 10th, you got just, just kind of eyeballing it. CeeDee Lamb, Emmanuel Sanders, Chase Edmonds, Christian Kirk, um, they're... they're Justin Jackson, Golden Tate, guys that aren't, you know, world stars, but, you know, guys who, you know, are, are just saw like, if, 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 if Connor had, you know, Gold, Golden Tate and Chase Edmonds on his bench, you know, we, we probably wouldn't be as hard on his team, but, you know, that's kind of, that's like when you're splitting hairs, like when you're doing this on paper, like power rankings, like. That's the kind of thing that separates the five through eleven purgatory. Yeah, from yeah. I, I will. I will say it, it's like hard as hell to judge these rosters because, like, yeah. you know, they they were all picked in a snake draft, right? Like, like they can't be that much worse or yeah. better than each other. But yeah, so so you wind up finding those small things you know, on a couple of rosters like this one, and and that's what really sends it tumbling down the rankings for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, we're moving on. Yeah. Uh, next. Uh, in position number 12, which seems like where this guy finishes every year, I've got Joe's team. Uh, <laughs> sorry about it, Joe. I know you won't listen to this anyways. Um, so let's, what do I have with Joe's team? So I think, I think a problem area for Joe is that uh, he drafted two Vikings players, and I don't know what he's going to do about that. He's got Adam Thielen, and he's got Kirk Cousins. There's no way that Joe Vergeron, of all people, is going to rely on a Vikings stack this year so he's gonna have to get rid of Thielen especially like uh, Thielen's like easily his best receiver and I don't know how Joe can stand for that so could create problems drum roll this is where Evan and Ben disagree (laughs) oh love it I think Joe's team is good (laughs) so and let and let me explain why Evan is wrong so Joe's starting lineup Breeze Barkley Connor Thielen Deontay Johnson, Jarwin, Flexing, Mostert, and David Johnson right now. Um, David Johnson, like, kind of washed up, but second flex, you live with it. Mostert, starting running back on a run-heavy Kyle Shanahan offense. Um, and those other guys, like, solid. Um, Baltimore defense, Cousins backup QB to Drew Brees. Um, the, the tight ends, obviously, there are too many, but he's going to get rid of like, at least one of them, and, like, any, so these three are all kind of the same, in my, would you, would you acknowledge that they're, or, yeah, I mean, I think I'll get rid of Eric Ebron, would be my guess, and, it's 2020, guys, we don't need to be having Eric Ebron (laughs) around, we just don't, they're all kind of, they're all kind of the same, to me, yeah, um, so, like, whichever one he gets rid of, like, yeah, whatever, so, I think, and he just happened to Joe auto draft. Uh, yeah, he did. He happened to get Jarek McKinnon, which is like he has Mostert. That's that, that could some, that could be nice. Uh, I 
I have no idea what to expect out of Jared McKinnon. He, has, kind of, he hasn't played meaningful football in two years, yeah, but which I mean, is which is incredible, pick, right? right? Like, oh yeah, yeah. I have no I have no problem with drafting. So, I, I'm just saying. I so no Evan, that, the reason I think Evans' twelfth ranking is harsh. So I am not gonna die on the Joe Bergeron Hill because he will finish twelfth. <laughs> but like, it's not because of the roster; it's because of the owner. Yeah, right? like, I, and I don't mean I don't mean like he's just you know. Joe has more important, like, Joe works, like, 100 hours a week and, like, doesn't pay attention as much. You know, like, I get it. Like, I'm not trying. But, like, my big, this is a huge if. If Adam Thielen and Deontay Johnson stay health, stay relatively healthy, only miss two to three games, this team is solid. Yeah, you kind of alluded to my issue. Well, one of my big issues with this team, Ben, is that Joe only has three wide receivers. They're Adam Thielen, Deontay Johnson, and Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson is basically worthless. You can just cross him off. Uh, Deontay Johnson, <laughs> ben, ben, ben was like, oh, no. Like, I just, like, tore his heart out because he's a big uh, – he's, he's the only one still on Robbie Anderson. Either. Not any, honestly. Not, actually, not even well, still. So there. if he was still on the Jets, but <laughs> – You would love him if, if he was on the worst offense. The no, no. So t- like, t- well, he's on Carolina now, and, and yes. so Robbie Anderson is a deep threat, right? He catches two balls a game, and they're each for 40 yards. Mm-hmm. And, like, Teddy Bridgewater doesn't throw it more than 20 yards, so that's kind of an issue for it's a Robbie problem. Anderson. Yeah, so. So, so I think Robbie Anderson, basically worthless. Uh, Deontay Johnson might be the worst wide receiver, too, in the league. I don't think Deontay Johnson is a bad person to have on your fantasy team, but if you're forced to start him every week, I think that's problematic. That's a good point. <laughs> um, like, I, like, if he were in the flex spot, I'd be like, that's fine. But, I mean, Joe's going to have to start him every single week uh, with the current roster he has, and that's... Not going to go great. Yeah, think. maybe Joe... So, obviously, the, like, clear thing is to... He can just try flip, to flip tr- try, try to flip a tight end. Yeah, flip but, Dallas Goddard or somebody. I mean, you're not going to get that. But, yeah, but that's the thing. Like, you're, yeah. you're going to... What, what, what did he draft? Let's see. Uh, I'm just going to see who kind of went around. He drafted Goddard. Yeah, you're looking well, at, like... 11th round. Curtis Samuel overall. or Henry Ruggs or... Yeah, Justin like, Jefferson, uh, Jerry Judy, yeah, like it's Preston not, Williams, like uh, all people that you like less than Deontay Johnson, probably. Anyways, so it's like yeah, Golden Tate, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just like so. I think maybe what you do if you're Joe, like we're all, we're all about moving the needle here on hype train, right? Like <laughs> I, I I don't think flipping a tight end for Sterling Shepard is gonna you know. That's not moving. I think what he has to do is he's well. He he does have to get rid of a tight end, uh, but I like maybe he packages Mostert with McKinnon two for one. This is all a very academic conversation because we both know that Joe won't do any of these things. He might though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like he will. He will get rid of a tight end, right? Yeah, like, that, that's he, probably true. Like yeah. he he will go shopping, but he'll probably just pick some wide receiver up off the waiver wire. Would be my guess. That's fair. Um, do we want to move on? Keep it rolling here. Yeah. I think Joe might win the fantasy championship this year. Joe might win the championship. <laughs> All right. Write it, write, it in, write it in an ink there. Joe might win Shaver Bowl this year. Okay. Uh, my 11th team, I've got Jay's team. Uh, I, I will caveat this, that teams like 6 through 11 are basically indistinguishable for me, and Jay just happens to be at the bottom. Oh, backtracking. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. So so one, one thing I do like about Jay's team is that he's got – uh, like a nice amount of like high variance guys on this team. Like Kenyon Drake 
like could conceivably be like RB4 at the end of the year or something, but also could be like RB30. Uh, like Cam Akers, I think, is high variance because he's a rookie. Like uh, AJ Dillon, like could wind up being like pretty useful or not. You know, like Tyreek Hill is obviously like week to week, hugely variable. So I think like at any given time, like there is a chance that this team is really, really good. Yeah. Um, I just don't know if I see it every week, you know? Yeah. I think, yeah, I think you're a little, like you said, 6 through 11 is about the same. I think you're a little low on Jay. Also, yeah. Also, just like Jay is... I should say, given that Jay... Jay is a good fan. Given player, that Jay cares, I, I would certainly imagine that he finishes higher than 11th, yeah. uh, unless we get the classic, like, Jay's team all getting injured at the same time. Um, but, but yeah, I, I, I trust yeah. Jay. To For a guy whose team, team had terrible luck last year, he, with injuries, drafting Tyreek Hill... Is like if Tyreek Hill always a roller coaster. You know, if Tyreek Hill in this weird no training camp, no preseason games, like if Tyreek Hill misses half the year with a hamstring injury, like I I'm sort not, of I sort I, of I'm wonder. Not, I'm not gonna have a pity party for Jay. Again. I, I do you know, wonder. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I wonder if we're gonna see more injuries because of that or less. Because like guys are gonna be less tired would be my would be my thing. Like so in baseball, we saw a ton of pitcher injuries, especially. Because people need time to like warm up those muscles, and I don't know if that's how football works. You know, like I, I trust Tyreek Hill didn't need games or, or even like you know practices with contact to get his hamstring as healthy as it could be, right? I don't know. I I tend to think like why would teams do it if it's not the like physiologically appropriate? Well, to thing. to help them get better at football. Right, like, like, training, like, I like, like I feel like training camp is like partially just getting the muscle memory back after the off season. I think that's definitely part of it, but I don't think there's any reason that like Tyreek Hill, an established veteran, like needs training camp to like needs like preseason games, which he probably wouldn't have played. I, no, I don't think he needs preseason games, but I think like you need, I think you need training camp. I mean, but they've had training camp. It's just not quite the normal training camp, right? I think I think the things that are lacking are like time spent learning playbooks and, like, those yeah. kinds of things, right? And so it's going to be tough for guys who are new in a situation, but that doesn't mm-hmm. apply to injuries, I, yeah. don't, I don't think. Yeah, I think... But um, I guess we'll see, right? No idea how it'll actually turn out. Yeah, I like I like, I like Jay's team for the, for the most part. I, you know, I think it was very smart. We were talking about this a little bit before we started recording, but it was very smart to get Daryl Henderson in addition to Cam Akers. Yeah. Like, especially in this kind of weird... Like, you just got done talking about knowing the playbook, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Cam Akers is a rookie, and Jay has him slotted into his RB2. If, if, if it turns out week one through four, Daryl Henderson is the starter, you know, Jay can, Jay can move him into the RB2 spot, and he can flex Anthony Miller, right? Yeah. Like, I, so I think it was very smart of Jay to, to grab Daryl Henderson. That's... That's one of, that I would be a like if I just saw Cam Akers staring at me at RB two for Jay, I'd be much more nervous. But Daryl Henderson, like I, I think he he you know I don't know I don't know what the phrase is, but you know he like you know he he sealed that league or whatever. He uh he, what handcuffed him? What I guess handcuff is already the verb for itself. Disregard my comment. <laughs> 
I was going to say that he put handcuffs on him, but it, it's handcuffs. We, yeah, the Fair. metaphor. Um, we should know Mike Williams is going to be out like the first... Well, is he out for a month or the first month of the season? Because the uh, season doesn't start for like a couple weeks. Well, so it sounds like two to four weeks from now. Wow. Which So he could play in week one. I doubt he does. I'm going to guess he misses like two games. You probably wouldn't start him anyway. Yeah, I guess he is playing the Bengals week one, so probably a start that week, but not well, like, who are you going to start him over? Uh, Duke Johnson. I guess. It's kind of... You're splitting hairs. It's like... I, I, it's, 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 it's the funny thing where, like, Mike Williams gets injured. Like, you're not going to drop Mike Williams. Yeah. But you're also, like, not going to start... Especially Mike Williams coming off of an injury where his snap count is probably, like, limited. Yeah. It's uh, kind of a funny... It's kind of a funny, like, no-man's land for Mike Williams. Like, you can't start him. Ben, did you know you that... You can't drop him. Did you know that Mike Williams was a 1,000-yard receiver last year? I believe it. Yeah. Was it what? Was it all in like four games? Uh, like probably. Right. Uh, I feel like that's. He only had two. I feel, like, the, I feel two, like that was kind of the Mike Williams thing, where like he he had yeah. a thousand yards, but like he didn't help anyone in fantasy because nobody started him in like the four weeks that he played well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, moving on to the next one. Let's talk about Andrew's I, team. I want to confirm. Can we just take a, a brief side pause? Sidebar. Yeah. I just want to confirm my hunch about. Mike Williams' game log last year. I, I just like. I feel like he would get like. What is fifty? What is fifty yards times sixteen? Eight hundred. Eight hundred. <laughs> yeah. Here, here we are, on air. Ben, Ben's googling something. To be fair. Do do do. To be fair, I su- you, you could fill it in. You know, I mean, All right, I'll, we're, we're, I'll start we're, vamping we're, about Anders' team. When we're, we're, we're doing kind of like an ad hoc thing, it doesn't need to be... I thought, I, thought you might have been, I thought you might have been uh, ready to roll with I, mean, I thought we had better chemistry than this. All right. Well, okay, actually, first, I take it... I take, all right, I take it back. Mike Williams had at least 50 yards receiving. So we're, I'm not going to count week 17 because it was probably a f- fucky and like it doesn't matter. He had less than 50 yards only three times. Yeah, that's pretty good. I think he missed one game, though. But, like, yeah. Sure. All right, I take it back. Mike Williams had a decent year. All right, um, moving on to Anders' team. Did the Chargers have another one? Uh, no, never mind. I, was no. Trying, I, I, I got them mixed up with the Rams. I was like, because the Rams don't have Cooks anymore. Yeah. Okay, so I've got Andrew 10th. Uh, although, I will say, I like parts of this team a lot uh i i was all aboard the chris godwin hype train and i was i was ready to draft godwin in the second round and andrew scooped him one pick before me i was pretty upset it was funny brief sidebar uh the draft dynamic of me you and andrew going consecutively yeah that's funny a very fun dynamic yeah and we were on a call with andrew too so it's like we were all fucking each other left and right yeah pretty funny uh, I also like, which I just noticed, that Andrew has two guys named Murray on his team. He's got Kyler and Latavius, so that could be a powerful combo for sure. Are they related? No. Um, Are they related to Eric Murray? Un- unlikely. Can uh, Andrew pick up Eric Murray? Yeah, so I, I like certain parts of this team. Uh, like, like, I think Dalvin Cook, like, you know, obviously is a good player. Like, Michael Gallup, I think, is going to be really good this year. But... Jared Cook worries me at tight end. Uh, O.J. Howard as a backup does not uh, assuage that worry. Yeah. Uh, but but I but I I do like this team. I don't have much else to add. Yeah, it's pretty much it, it's just it's just solid. 
Like, what drop him? 10th? 10th. I think part of it might have been, I don't think this bench is super useful right now. Um, yeah. So, Justin Jefferson is on his bench, rookie wideout, probably not going to be helpful for a few weeks at least. Uh, Gio, he's, he's got two handcuffs, right? That's right, like Gio Bernard and Tony Pollard are, are both guys who aren't going to do anything if their starters are healthy. Yeah. O.J. Howard just isn't going to do anything anyways, and and Cam Newton is, is around too, but you're not going to start Cam over Kyler Murray. So that, that And that's his whole bench. It's like He's going to be locked into the starting line if he has for at least the first few weeks, and uh, I think that isn't great. Yeah, I don't super understand the like drafting a quarterback early and all. so like yeah. drafting, a, drafting a quarterback early is fine if you like you get value but if you draft a quarterback early like relatively early you don't need to also pick a backup quarterback yeah right, right? It, like that's the that's the whole it's kind of like with tight end like when I would pick Kelsey the last couple of years like it's nice because you don't pick a backup tight end then you free up that 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 bench spot right yeah and so like the only use for cam newton becomes like if cam newton is playing well then he can flip him but you know that's going to take at least a month to materialize and it's but like, also is, people is, know right people, worth, people know you want fl- they know yeah. you want to flip them right, right. they you know, know you're not going to start him right so but i don't know i do like the starting lineup here um yeah i don't know any any other comments with andrew ben um I uh, I was going to say you were a little, maybe a little harsh with the ranking, but the more I look at the team, the more average. Like, when I first, I guess maybe I'm just like a Pollyanna kind of, everyone's team is good kind of person. But so, uh, Michael Gallup as your second wide receiver, it's a little risky. Is, was Michael Gallup good? Is, not, or is Michael Gallup just like the perpetual, like... Michael Gallup is good. Uh, we, I will put it out there. Michael Gallup is good. Can, at I, can I get his, his yardage from last year? Yeah, give me... If it's, if it's over 700. Oh, it's, oh, yeah. Oh, is it? Uh, yeah, he had 1,100 yards. Wow, last year. okay, I stand corrected. Yeah, okay. he was very, very good. All right, Michael uh, Gallup. He, per game, was almost exactly as good as Mari Cooper last year. Okay, I take it back. Yeah. Gallup is fine. Um, Gordon? I don't love Melvin uh, Gordon this year. Having ha- the, So... My my not super hot take hot take is my my prediction is anyone who owns anyone on the Broncos is gonna have anxiety attacks. <laughs> like like if you have any of the running backs, it's Royce like so like barring injury, right? Yeah. But like we can't predict injury anyway. But like Melvin Gordon, Royce Freeman, Philip Lindsay. Have fun if you own any of those three guys. Well, nobody owns Freeman, right? Yeah, Freeman. Um, I assume but then, like wide receiver, it's you got you got Sutton and uh, Jerry Judy, and I think KJ Hamler is going to play more than people think. Like he was, I think he was a third round pick out of Penn State. The dude, the dude, the dude torched for Penn State, except when they played the Gophers and he didn't torch. Second, <laughs> second round pick KJ Hamler. Um, I, yeah, there's a lot of mouse to feed in that lineup. Uh, Noah Fant is good, too, uh, at tight end. So, yeah, I definitely – it's going to be tough, and especially it, for someone like Melvin Gordon who relies on having a ton of volume to get points. But, I, the, but the other thing with the passing thing is, like, Judy, Hamark, Sutton. Melvin Gordon also gets passes. Mm-hmm. And so does Philip Lindsay. Not uh, – people, people, like, think Philip Lindsay – this is kind of like a common misconception. Like, people think Philip Lindsay, like, catches a lot of passes, but he doesn't really. I don't know. He he had forty eight targets last year. It's not nothing. It's like a as like you know getting sixty percent of their targets or yeah. whatever. Like Royce Freeman also had targets last year. You know it's 
Yeah. They are, they're they're going to pass to like everyone in this offense. Yeah. Which, but then, yeah. but then the thing is, who is the person doing the passing? Drew Locke. Who is good or bad? Probably not good, but Drew's still out. I think. I mean, what? it's entirely possible that he's fine. But if the, like, let's assume Drew Locke is average, yeah. right? Like, you have an average offense that gets an average number of first downs, an average number. Of, like, I just, I don't think owning anyone on the Broncos is going to be fun. Yeah. It's going to suck. I think that's fair. I like, I literally did, I was like, I am not going to draft anyone on the Broncos. Yeah. Like, well, just because like at ADP, like, I don't know. All right. Uh, let's move on to Ethan's team. I've got Ethan number nine. Uh, so let me, let me see here. Ethan was also auto-drafted. So I guess, I guess he got the, the, the best of the bunch here. Um, oh, I, this might be a little bit lower now that we... Then I specifically know more things about David Montgomery and that he's going to miss some time at the start of the year. Um, one thing I, I do like about Ethan's team. So Ethan has Ben Roethlisberger. And if there's one thing we know about Ben Roethlisberger, Ben, it's that he struggles on the road. Well, guess what? No fans this year, which means Road Ben is gone. Uh, Didn't that get debunked? Kind of. No, I think Road Ben's a thing. All of the fan- It's funny, all of the fantasy analysts who, who are all like, you know, skeptical people, right? They don't just believe in bullshit like road curses. They all believe in the Ben on the road thing, uh, which I think is hilarious. I think it was um, a sample size thing. I don't know. It, it was sort of. It's sort of real. Anyways, uh, I, mean, I, I, I can't believe I'm the one taking like the I will, reasonable statistics. Based, I will like, say that I'm mostly it, I'm mostly joking about this because like there's no evidence that the fans were what caused Ben to be bad on the road. Like it's much it, more likely it was, that maybe it was the flying. You know, maybe it was the right. I think it's much more likely that he's just like his wife cooks him breakfast and puts some steroids in. Yeah, Uh, and you know, after all, it could just be that like the fans in Pittsburgh made him better. In which case, the the home version of Ben will become the road version of him this year, which would be quite bad for everyone. And then, well, then he'll just regress to the mean on both, (laughs) (laughs) and he'll just be he'll just be yeah. So, anyways, uh, he's got Ben Roethlisberger at quarterback. Uh, I. Uh, let's see. He's got he's got Zeke at running back, which is always good. I love DK Metcalf, and having DK Metcalf in your flex it, is pretty good. Uh, oh, Ethan has Royce Freeman because he, oh, oh, does he? Okay. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, because so he, for wide receivers, he's got Allen Robinson, OBJ, and DK Metcalf, which I think is great. Yeah, uh, that solid. trio of guys. So yeah, um, I think as with a bunch of the auto draft teams, there's not a ton of depth here, like at all. Um, but, yeah, Ethan got pretty lucky with the auto draft. Yeah, he de- like definitely. he somehow like. So swinging Metcalf in the flex off of an auto draft is kind of impressive. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I almost don't know how that happened. He got so like I don't know like getting getting James White and Damian Harris like seems fortunate. Like I yeah, like, two I would, bats running backs. I would hate to own New England running backs. Me too. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. It's better than a tight end. Right, like better. Yeah, better, better than better, having four better, tight better ends. James White and Damian Harris than James White and you know, fucking Jay Sternberger. Yeah, uh, I I was gonna say like Tyler Eifert or something. <laughs> hey, Tyler Eifert's on the Jags now, so go Jags. Um, uh, but yeah, I know I Ethan's team. Yeah, it's like Ethan got lucky with the auto drafting. Yeah, uh, d- he definitely so got like, the best. The two auto defenses, eh, like. Is Brashad, do we like Rashad Perriman? I have no idea what to think about Rashad Perriman, but in general, I am out on the Jets, which is always safe to be out on the Jets. Okay. And be so, out if on we're, so if we're so. out on Perriman, I guess, <laughs> the, I guess the wide receiver depth, not great. No. Uh, yeah. And, the depth in general, then, well, not ideal. Isn't 
Well, and if your wide receiver depth is is poor, your two starters being Allen Robinson and Odell Beckham. Well, are, are, a little iffy. They, so like, I know we, yeah. we, I know we do the thing where it's like you can't predict injury, and it's like you yeah. know, but like OBJ with, always misses with, uh, like two with, games. With Joe's right team, it was Thielen and Deontay Johnson, who I think are just normal, you know, risk for injury. But like, it would, it would, I would be surprised if Robinson and Odell played like a normal amount, of, like yeah. twelve plus games. So maybe Ethan's gonna be. These auto draft teams need to get in a Zoom call and average out there. Because <laughs> what I, I feel like there are some teams I can't remember. Some teams didn't have any. They could do they could do the old monopoly trade where you know everyone's got two thirds of a monopoly and then you just gotta you know swap them around. You know? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I don't like for all intents and purposes, fine. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on. Team number eight. Uh, so m- the first team that I am ranking in the playoffs. Is Henry's team? Uh, I uh, Henry's not going to be happy with that ranking. Oh, I just want to be clear. I mean, making the playoffs. I, I anyone should be happy to make the playoffs. Then um, I I really like the tight end combo of Travis Kelsey and Darren Waller. I think there are maybe like five tight ends that I would consider good flex starts, and Darren Waller is one of them. Um, so it's uh, fun for me that he got both of them. Yeah. And I, if he needs to flip one for help somewhere else, he totally can well, later on. Because both those guys are going to have trade value, like lots yeah, of. Yeah. You kind of, you kind of force yourself into it though. Like I get, like I get that Waller is startable. Mm-hmm. And so like Henry is, I, I'm sure Henry it, it would not have done this if there wasn't the second flex. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sure that's kind of how he adjusted his strategy. Yeah. But like, I will just you, say, you, you Darren said, Waller. Darren Waller had. 1145 yards last year like that that is a lot of yardage for a tight end and like uh i think that makes him like a, a very reasonable flex start every single week um who, who can probably be swapped out for someone slightly better than that but yeah if but henry I, needs I, to but i mean that's like but that's the thing though like he could have just instead of picking waller like he could have just picked but now, now he's got he, he, now he's got insurance though. If he wants is, to trade he, Kelsey, he, he, he can do that. He could have just, but he could have just, he could have instead. Like we're saying, like oh, maybe Waller will get eleven hundred, but like he could have just picked like I don't know, like he could have just picked like Stephon Diggs or uh, Jarvis Landry or Tyler Boyd. What what I'm like, saying is now that Henry holds the cards. So at some point later this year, somebody's going to be forced to start like Greg Olson at tight end, and they're going to be like, please Henry. Can I have Darren Waller? And he'll say, "Okay, give me, you know, your wide receiver two that I really like, you know." And it, like, well, that, who's gonna do that though? Someone who's desperate at tight end. But then they're gonna need a wide receiver two though. I mean, sure, maybe they've got too many wide receivers. I, I <laughs> everyone's got to start a tight end. I don't know, like I, try, but see, like I don't know, I, I think you spend a high pick on Kelsey, you kind of, you kind of lose the value that that brings, which is like you don't need to give a fuck about having another tight end. Like, I, I, I love Terry like, Waller. That's all I have to say. So Henry, I, like, so what you're saying is let's 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 skew away from wide receiver for a second. So like Henry's running backs, Chubb, Tevin Coleman, Chase Edmonds, Edo Smith. Edmonds and Edo Smith are both handcuffs. So let's say Coleman, Nick Chubb. I definitely it's, do not it, love the running back instead situation. of instead and of, I think that's why he's eighth let, and not like a good deal higher. So let's say let's let's see who went after Waller. Um, Jordan Howard, J.K. Dobbins, um, Philip Lindsay. I mean, like all these guys are fine, but like I would rather have Darren Waller than all of those guys on my team. 
Uh, you could say at, at the beginning of the year, but then if Raheem Mostert gets 70% of the carries in San Fran, you're locked into starting Tevin Coleman. Yeah. And you could have just... You could have just picked, but then you have Jordan Howard. It's like not. It's not that good, right? It's not like having Jordan Howard instead of Tevin Coleman to replace Tevin Coleman is like going to be like the thing that saves your season. You know, like at any rate, you're probably like if Nick Chubb is your so only like you, actual good. Running I mean, like back. I know I just got done shitting on the Broncos, but like like Philip Lindsay as someone Ben like, as someone who actually is currently starting Lindsay as my running back too. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> I'm just thinking, what, what, but what you're saying is, like, Henry holds the cards, and it gives him flexibility, et cetera, et cetera. What I'm saying is, like, it's six of one half dozen the other, because he doesn't have flexibility at running back. So, like, if, if, if Chubb gets hurt, or if Coleman doesn't, it's like, the, the Niners run enough where Coleman will probably get enough carries to be an RB2 in a 14-team league. Like, it'll probably be fine, but what if it's not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like then you have to, then you pretty much have to flip Waller for someone's RB2, Phil Lindsay, Jordan Howard, et cetera, when you could have just drafted them in the first place. When you, are, when you already had Kelsey. I think that's fair. I, I mean, that's possible. I, 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 like, I like it. it I like it saying. though. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's taking uh, a risk. It's, it's, you know, I can't, like, I, I don't want to be the guy who's like, you have to, Go do everything by the fantasy football textbook. You know, I, I, I like going out on a limb. I like the tight end flex. Uh, yeah, it's just you spend a high you spend a high draft choice on Kelsey. Yeah. Like um, one thing I really don't like about this team is that Teddy Bridgewater is the only quarterback. Uh, I like Bridgewater. I mean, I think Bridgewater is fine in real life. I I think there's almost no way that he is fantasy useful this year. I like he doesn't run since the injury. Um, he's in a totally new offense with a new head coach that didn't get regular training camp or offseason. Um, like, the the system around him is fine. Like, Christian McCaffrey is obviously amazing, but is also a running back, right? Like, I, I just don't know if, like, there are that many quarterbacks who could turn this situation into some useful fantasy thing, and Teddy Bridgewater is not one of those QBs, in my opinion. I think that, like... I think his absolute ceiling is being like QB 13 or something, which is not someone you want starting for you every single week. <laughs> so the fact that he didn't also get someone else, like I think if you're pairing Bridgewater with you know, somebody else in that range, like a Kirk Cousins or like a Jared Goff or somebody, like that's fine. But by himself, I don't, I don't love it. Yeah. Um, let's see. Henry picked. I'm just seeing where he... He does start off. The first like five weeks are all like, pretty nice uh i will say but you know yeah it's easy to go like i by no means had a perfect draft uh we'll get to that um <laughs> so but so I, like i i do agree like i like bridgewater to the like same extent that like i like having Gardner Minshew. like they're kind of like that they're, they're kind of in that tier uh but henry you like like you said like there's like Gardner Minshew is currently like my backup quarterback mm-hmm. like because i don't like, you, if you're drafting a quarterback that way, you kind of got to roll two because everyone is going to have two quarterbacks. And so, like, in the 10th, let's see, like, in the 10th, Henry picked Edmund. Well, I guess I just got done shitting on Henry for not having enough running backs, so I can't really shit on him for that Edmunds pick. So, but, like, I don't know. Like, if Henry had gotten someone else, 
And I don't know, like somehow if you make the math work out with the rounds and you know the positions, you know someone in like the Cam Newton, Daniel Jones, Baker, you know Jared Goff, you know so, like someone in that kind of tier along with Teddy, I think the team feels better. Yeah, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. Mm-hmm. It it always sucks to have a bad QB because it's so hard to get useful QBs. That's the thing. Like, like it. it like once the season has started, it, it's just like so challenging to like make r- meaningful improvements there that you're just kind of stuck with it, or or you can pick up guys on waivers, which always sucks for. Yeah, but that's that's the thing. Like at least like with having like you could say like having a Jared Goff or uh, yeah, like, like a, you yeah. could say that like have well, you could say like have like Henry could retort like how does having Jared Goff or Daniel Jones or Cam, like, one of these average quarterbacks, like, how does that help me that much? Which is, like, like kind of fair, but you're not, like, if Teddy is bad, like, your your quarterbacks that are looking on the wa- waiver wire are Jameis... Not, Jam- not a starter. Uh, uh, he's not, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jim, like, Philip Jim, Rivers. Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah. Philip Rivers. They're very low ceiling. Derek Carr. Yeah. And it's just... <laughs> the lowest of ceilings. Yeah, it's just, you're... <laughs> That those those are the guys that you have to then pivot to if Bridgewater is bad yeah, versus versus like for you like who are your two quarterbacks? I only have Goff, oh, which is also have, not ideal. Oh, uh, that's but. not ideal. So I guess like I, I but I'd rather only so, have uh, Goff uh, and only have Bridgewater too, right? So it's like you know, I like like I think like I will get to my team. I don't want to talk about my team, but like having like if Daniel Jones is bad, I get another crack at it with Gardner Minshew. Yeah, and then like. And then, and then if both of those guys are, well, if both of those guys are bad, then like, you know, you just chalk the L for the season. <laughs> but that, like, then I have to go dumpster dive, right? Yeah. You just mm-hmm. kind of like hedge a little bit. And like the opportunity cost of drafting like Minshew as a backup quarterback is like, I didn't get Justin Jefferson, Naheem Hines, or Golden Tate. Tears. You know, so it's like, I'm not really like, you know, the opportunity cost there is not crazy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, well, so our our point with this whole this whole thing was just only having Bridgewater is a bad thing. Yeah, but yeah, but so yeah, like uh, Amari Cooper, Tyler Lockett, Will Fuller. I like those three. Yeah, it's um, a good trio. Will Fuller, sneaky pick, sneaky guy. Um, Will Fuller v. Um, yeah, shout out to. Do we think Will Fuller is gonna name his kid Will Fuller again? Like, because I feel like five is as high as you go, right? Like being the sixth Will Fuller. I don't know, man. I think it's too many. I, like, I think he might have to stop. It's also, like, not even an interesting name. Like, if he were, like, Reginald Buckner Fuller or something, I'd be like, all right, keep doing it. Yeah. But it's Will. William. You know? How do we feel? I can't, I can't decide whether I like that he has Cooks and Fuller. I don't love it because you're never... You, but one of them's going to get hurt, though. That like, that is true, or one, or both of them. <laughs> uh, I I, like, I don't love it because I don't know if you're gonna ever be comfortable starting them at the same time. But Watson's gonna ball out though. Like Deshaun Watson will it's, ball. It's out. also the kind of thing there's where there's no no Hopkins anymore. Okay, like, so no so, no Hopkins. Okay, so it's the kind of thing though. Given so he's also got Amari Cooper and Tyler Lockett, who I think are gonna start every week. And then and then he's got this Fuller and Cooks thing, and I think the thing is he's only gonna be able to start one of them every week, and I it's like gonna it, be though. it's gonna be so easy to guess wrong. So easy because it's your flex, though. Like you can no, guess, but I'm just saying because you, like, you can guess wrong with your flex anyway. 
I mean, like, it'll, it'll be fine, but, like, there there are going to be weeks this year where he leaves one of those two guys on the bench and starts the other one. I like And it. the bench one scores 25 points. I've just... Like, I've just... But bench points is the tiebreaker. <laughs> huge. <laughs> Gotta win that tiebreaker. I, my, I decided I like the Cooks for... Because they are both injury-prone, yeah. but they both could ball out. So probably one will get hurt and yeah. one will ball out. And there's, no, that's and there's no Hopkins... Yeah, like yeah. I, and like who yeah, are the, some, who's some, the running David Johnson? Yeah, who's the back? Who's the is it Duke? Duke. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of fun. Yeah, David Johnson. Two D Johnsons. They also have uh, Randall, two D Johnson. They also have Randall Cobb. Uh, which you know whatever. Who cares? All right, he's gonna get nine targets. Didn't they trade a? Didn't they trade like a? Like a no, they they gave him like forty million dollars. Oh, something. that was the thing. They didn't yeah, trade yeah. it. They gave him too much money. Um, yeah. Okay, I like I. I, yeah, Henry's team will be the most interest. I am probably yeah. There, there are actually am, a number. There, of there are a couple of fun dynamics with this team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows how it'll work? But Henry is throwing darts. Yeah. Taking risks. I respect it. All right. I'll, I'll be keeping an eye on it. Yeah. Uh, so let's keep it moving. I've got Tom at number seven, our, our reigning champion here. Um, I we, we we talked about this during the draft. While the draft is happening, Ben, but I said I really like how when Tom drafts, it from the outside it looks to me like he is not basing off of any rankings that the rest of us have, right? Like all of the rest of us are at least in to some degree tied to the site that we're using their rankings, right? Like even if like you're not using them, like like you and I maybe like aren't using those rankings, we're still using them to decide when we should take the plunge on someone, right? If I know someone's not going to go for three more rounds, I don't want to take them because you well, it's kind of like a I don't know if groupthink is the right word. It's like, because you know other people are going on. Right, like this. exactly. So you kind of do the math, like, will this guy make it back to me? Yeah, Tom, you know? Tom is not like that. Tom, Tom is just drafting the player he wants whenever the hell he wants. <laughs> I like it. Uh, and it's fun. It's wild cardy. It's great. It's what uh, makes Tom enjoy to have him in the league. He made the uh, first dick swing of the draft. The, the, yeah, <laughs> I, I will say, I will say, so the first weird pick that, that I didn't expect at all was picking Mark Ingram 15th overall. Mark Ingram the second. The second. I, I'm also going to call out, if you're the second, you don't need to even put it on your name. I agree. I think we shouldn't start counting until three at least. That's a cool. I like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. I assume that his son is named but, Mark as well. Uh, uh, that's why he's the second and not junior. But yeah, go ahead. Uh, well, so caveat. If it wasn't... So if... I'm trying to explain. So like Mark Ingram Jr. Mm-hmm. Like... Which is this Mark Ingram. So like... The football player. Mark Ingram Jr. Like... Kind of, but like Mark, I like it when guys do the senior thing. Oh yeah, when they have kids and they, yeah, they have, senior. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I like that too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's kind of a flex. Yeah, it's like it's like I fucking it, gave my kid my name. Yeah, it's like I had sex <laughs> at least once. Uh, I'm a big deal. Uh, yeah, okay. So, but picking Mark Ingram 15th overall, like I don't necessarily think that that was a terrible pick, but like in a vacuum. But I think he also could have gotten him in the third round. <laughs> Yeah, you know, when like, like I don't think he like needed 15 to. Overall, right? 15? Yeah, fifteenth, the first pick of the second round, um, and uh, I don't know about that, man. Um, like that's going to be hard for him to live up to, and yeah, he could, you could have just waited, you know, like uh, Tom could have gotten like the next players who went were Kittle, Kelsey, Kenyon Drake, Julio Jones, like Chris Godwin, Josh Jacobs, like tons of tons of great guys in there, and. Uh, Mark Ingram, like, this is his absolute ceiling that Tom drafted him at. So, that being said, I, I don't hate this lineup. Uh, like, I think Tom's, like, random walk theory worked 
for the most part. I think it's going to be pretty fun. Um, I do, yeah, I don't, I don't have tons of worries. What was, my, what was my negative here? Oh, my negative is that Tom has no superstars to buoy him because of, because of the fact that because he picked. Because of the Ingram thing. I mean, so uh, it, that and the fact that, you know, he had the 14th pick means that he just doesn't have any, like, I don't think he has anyone who's going to be in the top 15 in fantasy oh, points this year. Oh, champion. Yeah, uh, but, you know, but coming off of last year when Tom had Lamar Jackson uh, and the Pats D, uh, you know, two just incredible forces that that carried him, uh, helped carry him to a championship. Uh, like this the is the exact Sorry. opposite. Who was the first one you said? Lamar Jackson. All right, all right. Yeah, this is like the exact opposite welcome, kind Tom. of team. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when Tom and I traded <laughs> Lamar Jackson for Christian McCaffrey? <laughs> what an incredible trade! That I want to. Can we just take a moment to pat us? Like, when, when was that? What week? Was it like? I want to say it was really early. In my it head, was it was like, like it was like week two in my head or something. Oh, I was gonna say like week six because you had to get enough. You had that would have made sense. You had to get enough of a sample for on the Jackson, for, for yeah. Lamar. Jackson, yeah, yeah. Right? So yeah, it was probably like kind of the middle of the year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. You have any thoughts on Tom's team? Uh well, so with the Ingram thing, I'm gonna be excited when Tom reaches on Ingram at 15, and then halfway through the year, J.K. Dobbins <laughs> is the starter. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. That's the problem with Ingram, right? It is, uh, there's a new running back in town in Baltimore, so we'll see. We'll see how it works out. I, um, I love Mark Ingram as much as the next guy, but that's all worrying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, you had it. This is, we're, at, we're on seven. Seven, yeah. Yeah, that, it's about right. Like, I don't, I don't hate, I don't, yeah. There's nothing where, I, where I'm like, wow, this is dumb. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. like, Dak, solid, he'll finish. QB three three to five yeah, uh, yeah like Ty t- t- Cooper Cup I like Aaron Jones I like I don't like Mark Ingram at fifteen but you know generally speaking I like Ingram flexing Slayton and John Brown it's like it's fine yeah like you know it's acceptable mean? yeah it's like All right it's not bad enough to make me like raise my eyebrows but it's also not gonna when I look at place. when I look at the rosters page and I see Evans team right next to Tom's team and Evan has Michael Evans and Robert Woods in the flex. <laughs> That we'll, we'll get to that. It, it makes, uh, it's it, not necessarily a good thing. I know, but. I know, I know. But every everyone has their good and bad parts of their team. Indeed, indeed. Like yeah, like so. Like Darius Slayton. You know, you can make the argument like if Daniel Jones takes a step forward, like I don't know. There's there is a universe yeah, in yeah. which Darius Slayton has a reasonably good yeah. season, and mm-hmm. like yeah, and people slept on John Brown last year. I want I want to make it yeah. known. Like can can I can I get a maybe I could just click on his. Thing instead of making you do it every time. Mm-hmm. John Brown, thousand sixty yards last yeah. year. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, uh, he... like pe- people are people slept on John Brown all year, and I think it is because his name is John Brown. Um, I, I if his name was... well, then he plays for the Bills too. Like a lot of people just don't ever watch the Bills. So if if John Brown's name was John Slayton, <laughs> I think I think people would think he's a lot better. Uh, so under that logic, is Darius Slayton actually much worse than we think he is? If Darius Slayton were named Darius Brown, I guess John. Brown. Well, Dar- so yeah, Darius is good enough. If, yeah. Darius Slayton is a good, just a, just a normal good name. Yeah, but John Brown is like an especially boring name. Yeah, and I think that is caked into his. I think that's why it's he he is yeah, discounted yeah. in his value, even though he had a thousand sixty yards and six touchdowns last year. Like that's pretty good. Yeah, that's good. 
yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, yeah, there's bench, fine. Yeah. Yeah. There's not really anything to mm-hmm. talk about there. All right. Uh, let's let's move on to team number six, Ryan's team. I. Oh, wait. Sorry, sorry, sorry. One last thing with Thompson. Okay. All right. His backup quarterback is Josh Allen. Which yeah, the stack. The jo- the the Ooh. classic Josh Allen. The, John having Allen a stack. stack of the Buffalo Bills is. <laughs> Amazing. We're, I, we are a Buffalo Bills podcast. Uh, oh yeah, one hundred percent. So I will be keeping an eye on. That will be exciting. I'll be. Keeping I don't an eye think on. he's going to start Josh Allen very much because he is Dak, but maybe he trades one of the two of them at some point. So you never know. Or just drops. This is again the weird thing with like t- so like he probably took Dak. What did he take? Like Dak? fourth round or something. I'm probably. just, just going to yeah. Sure, first I'm pick of sure round control four. F, control F Dak. Yep. Yeah. First pick of the fourth round. So. <laughs> and then he picked Allen in the sixth. Which is not very efficient, Tom. Like, don't do not do that. <laughs> like, you just could have had, like, a, a really good player in round six. Like, have Darren Waller as your tight end. Or, like, instead Hollywood, of, Hollywood Brown. Uh, who, Hollywood, Hollywood Brown went right after him. So Nick Otto drafted, right? Yeah. So Hollywood Brown went, Hollywood Brown went right after Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe Tom was thinking, I don't want to do the running back wide receiver split. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, uh, yeah, all right. team that? number six is Ryan. I got to shout out Ryan for, for some reason, like, logging into Yahoo uh, with his little sister Bryn's account and also naming his team Daddy at the same time. So now, so now the team... It's a little weird. So now the team is called Daddy, but the owner is Bryn, which... <laughs> this just, is, it's a weird association. That's I'm all I'm gl- saying. That's I'm, all I'm saying. I'm glad, I'm glad that we touched on this because I, this was the first thing I noticed when I logged in yesterday, like... <laughs> And it has made me chuckle every time, though, so maybe it's good. Uh, yeah, I don't know what kind of... I don't know what's going on in the Stewart household. I thought they were a nice, good Christian family. Uh, but maybe maybe there's some weird stuff going on there. Maybe. Uh, I mean, who are we to judge? But anyways, um, yeah, so Ryan's team, let's see, I've got him sixth. Um, let me think. So... I, I love Derrick Henry. I was really hoping that I would get him at in the sixth pick, but uh, Ryan Ryan scooped me on that one. Um, like he's just a bell cow back. Like as we saw in the playoffs last year, is capable of just like lifting people, you know, like literally and figuratively, I guess. Uh, and and scoring thirty points a game for several weeks in a row, um, sixteen touchdowns, fifteen hundred yards receiving last year. So I'm pretty pumped about that. Um, I'm interested to see how Jonathan Taylor does this year. Uh, it's a risky pick in the second round. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, obviously the former Wisconsin Badgers standout. Uh, shout out to the Badgers. Fuck off. Um, and, he, I mean, he's good. Uh, but at the same time, he's contending with Marlon Mack in that backfield. Um, and it'll be interesting to see, as a rookie in this weird offseason, like how that'll work out, right? Um, I'm excited to see him in the NFL. I also really like the Jarvis Landry pick. Jarvis Landry gets slept on every year. And... Like he put up like eleven hundred yards last year in like a really shitty offense. Yeah, so. I can see. I can see. So the Colts, I just kind of with where they're being drafted at the Colts running backs, Marlon Mack and Jonathan Taylor. Like, I just, I, I just kind of avoided it. I was just like, because I can, I, I can easily see it going either way. Like, like Marlon Mack. Solid year last year. Thousand yards rushing, eight touchdowns. I, it's only four, only four and a half yards per carry, which isn't great. Um, yeah, for, but, for from, Jonathan Taylor, like, and like you spend the when did where did the Colts pick Jonathan Taylor? Like, did they pick him in the second round? It was second, yeah. So it's like you you're not gonna draft a guy in the second round and then not play him. Yeah, from right? everything I have heard, it sounds very likely that Taylor will start soon, if not right away. Um, 
And I certainly expect that to be true. I don't think Marlon is especially good. But if Jonathan Taylor, like, the thing is, by having a Marlon Mack there, like, if Jonathan Taylor has a bad game, like, if Marlon Mack comes in and has the hot hand, like, I could envision it. It's just, what I'm trying to say is, like, in the second round, right? Yeah, like, it was like, a little if, early if for this, me, too. If, this, yeah. if we were having this conversation where Jonathan Taylor went in the fourth round, I think it is, like, like a much more... Theoretically, like, reasonable thing. But, like, in the second round, to have, like, even a little amount of risk where, like, you're running back if he has a bad game or fumbles a couple of times. It is a rookie, so, like, mm. you know, who knows? Like, he has a thousand-yard rusher from last year behind him breathing down his neck. Like, I don't love that risk with my second-round pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I'd agree with that. I think it was a little early for me, but I, not too early. Um, so I'm excited to see how that goes. At the same time, we see it every year where some rookie running backs right. just ball out. I, I, it's like entirely so, possible that Jonathan Taylor is like a top five player he, this year. Like yeah. their, their offensive line is incredible. They're probably going to run kind of a lot, I would imagine. I, like I could see him being really, really good yeah. right away, and it just totally pushes back aside. And and then he back. also and then Ryan also has Derrick Henry and Deshaun Watson and. Starts literally any average person at every other position and yeah. makes it to the then, semis then you're in easily, business. right? Yeah. Like just like by if Jonathan Taylor, like there's also a scenario where he finishes as like RB five, yeah, and is just insane, and then he has Derrick Henry and his team is gonna decimate. Everyone. Yeah. So like I, yeah, it's. I will say that Ryan he, Ryan's team right now is the most the most injured team in the league. Uh, Debo Samuel it sounds like is gonna miss the uh, start of the season, like at least one or two games. Um, Jalen Rigor or Rieger. There we go. We talked about this off air, but uh, I think the Game of Thrones person in me really thought that his name was Rigor, Rigor, but it's Rieger. I literally think we had this exact conversation in our like draft that. episode. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I really didn't know how to pronounce it then. Um, but he's he's going to start the year injured. Sammy Watkins is always hurt and appears to be hurt kind of right now, too. So it's uh, definitely kind of a problem to have that right at the start of the year, all in one position group. Yeah. But... Yeah, yeah I think... Um, yeah, obviously the wide receivers is where... So, yeah, Debo is... So sorry, if sorry if you already just said this, but is it a long term thing or a short term thing? Or? Probably short term. It sounds like only a, a couple of games, but yeah, yeah, San, it's not going to be. But also like San Fran, I don't get it. So like, it, it San Fran like runs the ball a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And like, Debo Samuel like he had eight hundred yards. I also don't. Year, I don't get which, the Debo Samuel hype either. That's, um, so that's the thing. Like, why, yeah. what makes us think that Debo Samuel as like your second wide receiver is? I agree. Like, I was eight hundred yards last year. Like it's right. fine. But like, you know, that comes out to as we as we established earlier, fifty yards a game. Yeah. So, I yeah I don't I don't know. So yeah. So if, so if you start to get sick of Debo Samuel getting you fifty yards a game, well I guess you got Jarvis Landry. But then it's Rieger, Judy, which is like, you know, rookie wideouts. It's kind of yeah, always a little risky. So, but yeah. So he's got. I what I like about Ryan's team is that. He he picked like Derrick Henry, bell cow. Jonathan Taylor. There's definitely a scenario where he is a bell cow. Mm-hmm. And then he hedged a little bit with Carrion and Sony, but then kind of threw darts. Like he like I don't know. if... I'm gonna give Ryan credit. I'm gonna say he. I'm gonna say he. You know had he had galaxy brain on this. But, oh. but uh, he, Ryan was probably like, all right, I you know 
and kind of set up running back, let me throw some darts late at some wide receivers. So Rieger, Judy, Watkins, you know, that's maybe that was kind of where he was going. Because I, I think that is smart with kind of where his wide receiver, like Devontae Parker will be fine, but, you know, if you, you can swap out Debo Samuel, Jarvis Landry, but then, yeah, you're kind of, you're kind of hoping that one of these other, like one of Rieger, Judy, Watkins will probably be serviceable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, just, mm-hmm. so I think, I think, what do we have Ryan at? What's this at? What's six. Six? Yeah. I, yeah. I like it. All yeah. right. I, I like Ryan at six. Yeah. This is a solid team. It's, it's, I think it's all going to be Jonathan Taylor. I yeah. Mean, that's I, a big, big key. That's kind of going to, if Jonathan Taylor finishes in the top 10 for run, the running back position, I think Ryan is making the semis pretty easily, mm-hmm. but if Jonathan Taylor finishes RB 20, let's just say RB 20, like, I think this team is, like, kind of bad. Yeah. Because, like, because there's also, like, like, carry on, is carry on bad? Is carry on bad now? Yes, yes. Yeah, carry on's bad. We don't like carry on anymore. Right. Yeah, and so then, like, Sony, it's like, no thanks. All right, um... Yeah, let, let's keep this moving. Uh, ben, I've got you at number five. So so for this, uh, I want you to just say a thing that you like about your team and a thing that you don't like about your why, team. Well, why don't you why don't why don't you explain your assessment first and then I? No, I I want to I, I want to hear your thoughts and then I can judge those can thoughts. You, can you just can you just say what your assessment is? Okay, I was gonna also volunteer to do this for my team, but I guess I won't. Um, I, I I really uh, you got two of two of my guys, the guys I, guys I was pretty into, uh, Marvin Jones and Gardner Minshew. Uh, I think both those guys are highly underrated, and they're both on your bench, which is funny. Uh, but uh, Marvin Jones is great, and nobody realizes it. Like like he's almost as good as Kenny Galladay, like on a uh, per game a basis. per game basis, and like has been for several years. But he's kind of injury prone. And so that always makes his year-end stats not look as good. Nine touchdowns last year. I didn't yeah. even know that. Four in one game against the Vikings. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, like when he's healthy, like he's easily startable every single week. Um, and Gardner Minshew, I think, is going to do great things. He's got an excellent mustache. Uh, the Jags are going to be behind all the time. They're going to be passing. Um, and he can run the ball. He had 340 rushing yards. I time. was very glad Gardner Minshew fell to me as my... My backup. Yeah, I was about to take him, I think, right after you took him. So, yeah, as my backup. So. Yeah, I think, it w- especially, like, if he had as good of, the, theoretically, like, with the narrative, like, if he has good of, had as good of a year last year with, like, kind of getting rushed in as, like, like, Foles during training camp was practicing with the ones, and Foles goes down week one, mm-hmm. you're throwing Gardner out into the Wolves. Now Gardner has... Sixth round draft pick, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like they gave him a new contract, I uh, probably not. It was I, only a second year. Or, or maybe they just didn't draft a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, they, so I mean, like, they they invested in him. He has him the confidence by, yeah. by by not drafting a quarterback. They mm-hmm. you know invested in him. So I, I I think I think he'll hopefully take a step a step up. But okay, just yeah. Keep going. So my negative then uh, is clearly this: it's the tight end situation. Uh, you didn't draft a tight end until was it last round? It was the last. Yeah, it uh, so it's Kyle Rudolph is the only tight end on this roster. That's that's gonna be a no from me, dog. Uh, <laughs> it's also a no from me. Yeah, right. And <laughs> and it was an avoidable situation, I think. I, I like I don't know what you were doing in like rounds ten and eleven, but like I 
uh, I don't think it had to come to this. But it, it was just the kind of thing where, like, every time I was like, oh, if this tight end falls to me at X, you know, this it was probably like this, probably like seven or eight tight ends mm-hmm. that compared to like the ADP and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. ADP for those at home, average draft position. I don't know, maybe we should have said that. Um, I was just, every time, like, a guy was, like, I was, like, all right, I'm going to draft this guy in this round, and, like, next round, I'm going to grab, like, this guy. And then, like, just, like, six or seven picks before my pick, the guy would go. And it's, like, well, oh, and that, and that just, like, kept happening. And, and by the end, it was just, it came to a certain point where it was, like, the, I don't know, maybe the 11th round, and it was just, like, do I want to take, uh, like, I don't, like, I can't remember, like, do I want to draft, like, TJ Hawkinson in the 11th, or am I just going to just totally punt it, try to get value, and just, like, trust my knowledge of, like, sleeper, running back, wide receiver, you know, other positions, like, just get value, and just hope that they, um, you know, what's the word for when a stock grows? You're you're asking the wrong that's, the wrong. That's, fair. that's o- fair. Only one of us went to Carlson. You worked you worked you worked for. Carlson, I did I did work there. That's do you want do you want to give the people a little update, Evan? Uh, not not an hour into the podcast. Not right now. We should have done, <laughs> we should we should have done that earlier. Anyway, um, I just so that was kind of the thing. It got to like the tenth eleventh round, and I was just like, "Fuck this! I'm not gonna draft a tight end just like to like feel good. I'm just gonna like totally punt it." draft for value like for you know Madison and you know take a flyer on Antonio Gibson you know I, I think that was kind of like what my strategy became was like I was just the 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 floor kind of fell out or whatever and I was just like I'm just gonna totally punt it mm-hmm. and just hope that one of these guys that I think is gonna be good I can get more on the trade market than what I think is there now. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, I mean, the only downside to that is that, like, the tight end trade market is always really tough, right? <laughs> like we were talking about earlier, I mean, like, if somebody only has one good tight end, or only one in general, like, they're not going to trade them. Um, I get that. But so As we noticed, though, a couple trade, teams... Trade partners are limited. As we noticed, as we did notice, though, there are a few teams that auto-draft kind of fucked have, them. Have they, lots. They yeah. gave them too many tight ends. That is so. true. That might have been why you got fucked, I guess. Uh, that's actually true yeah like I think it's just a lot more tight ends got drafted than should have been <laughs> yeah um, so I'm just either just gonna wait it's kind of like a game of cat and mouse like I'm I'm definitely gonna put feelers out to like the teams with too many tight ends obviously but I'm also gonna like see if maybe they just drop them yeah you know yeah. and just like yeah I don't know we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out alright uh, moving on up number four wait wait can I just say one quick thing about your own team yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I I was surprised that DeAndre Hopkins fell to me in the I t- second I, round. I was also pretty surprised by that. Uh, what pick was that? It was my second round. It was pick number 22. 22, yeah. yeah I, I was pretty shocked at that as well. That was, that was, I was like, because that was, I was just, I was preparing when I'm doing all these mocks, and this happened to me in my college draft too, like, Michael Thomas fell to me at 11, <laughs> and like, I wasn't planning on, like, I kind of have a strategy where like, I go either two running back or running back tight end. And in both drafts, I just got such good value in one of the first two rounds at wide receiver that, like, I couldn't not. And yeah. then you kind of have to be flexible and kind of mm-hmm. adjust accordingly. And, mm-hmm. yeah. Also, I'm excited for Dalvin Cook to get hurt, and then I have Alexander Madison. 
some second Vikings fans. Yeah, there you fucked. go. All right, uh, team number four. I've got Tony in the spot. I certainly don't expect Tony to finish fourth. You put me behind Tony? But I think right now... Where did you put yourself again? Third. You're a cunt. <laughs> hey, if I can't make myself top three, You're what am I doing? you worse than Tony. Yeah, I, I'm just saying on the... On in terms of the draft, this is what I this is what I got. I don't so, think I deserve that. Tony's got Lamar Jackson. Okay, that's fair. So which is pretty good. He's got Alvin Kamara, he's got Austin. Okay, Eckler. Right. Yeah, Tony seems uh, I really like having Kareem Hunt uh around because I think there's a definite like he has huge upside for someone who's getting drafted where he was. Um like if Nick Chubb gets hurt, I expect Kareem Hunt to be like first round type value, right? Yeah. Um they probably got him like the seventh or something. Yeah, relatively late, right? Let's um, see, yeah. I, I'm definitely a little worried about the wide receivers. It's Tyler Boyd, Jamison Crowder, Sterling Shepard, and Michael Pittman. Yeah. Who? Uh, Cream Hunt, Cream Hunt in the fifth. Okay, fifth is maybe a tenth. Sixtieth overall. Yeah. All right. Um, Might be about right. Yeah. So I'm a little worried about the wide receivers, but like Tyler Boyd could be pretty good this year, and Jamison Crowder is, I think, sneaky. Like he's just gonna <laughs> rack up volume on a bad team. Is is my standard guess. though. Like, this is standard, yeah. Jameson Crowder is like every catch, every pass he catches is five. Yards. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. So I will say, in order for Tony to get fourth, he's probably going to actually have to do something this year, like like yeah. make changes to his roster. <laughs> Otherwise, it will be hard to finish fourth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but Tony, I'm saying you got a chance. Uh, all you got to do yeah. is like do shit during the year. Um, although I will say, I was disappointed with the Devonte Freeman pick because Devonte Freeman is currently unemployed. Uh, although Yahoo thinks that he's on the Falcons, but but he's not. Um, yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, maybe that was why Tony drafted him is because he still like got a projection on Yahoo. <laughs> it still says Atlanta, um, but uh, but yeah, not a not a useful pick. Um, I will say the one thing I I like Yahoo a lot so far, like both the site and the app. Uh, but I don't like that they put wide receivers before the running back. Yeah, that's very annoying. I don't know. I don't know why all that's the my, other sites do it that way, but that's you know, my only that's my only complaint. We got to stick to what we know, and that's what we know. Yeah. I yeah, I I kind of echo what you said about like the running backs are obviously very good, but the wide receivers are just so boring. Yeah, it's like it's like so like with Tyler Boyd, fine, like very, you know very like I think he has a high floor. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's I think Tyler Boyd is a safe pick, but you don't want safe, high floor low ceiling with your wide receiver one mm-hmm. right like i like I, it's just tower Boyd as wide receiver two i like a lot more yeah like you know mm-hmm. it's just someone i just need someone with a little more upside yeah at with your wide receiver one yeah i will say like so i had tony ranked as like tied for the worst wide receiver group but like everywhere else he makes up enough that got him before so yeah. yeah i think yeah i think yeah i think like camara eckler bell hunt Mm-hmm. Like who has a better running back core than that? It's pretty good. Yeah. Well, on your on your like on your rankings, like who, who, oh. did you did you have them? Did, uh, did you rank the position groups? Yeah, yeah. So I've got like Quinn tied with him for the best for running the back group Quinn in the league, the and and Quinn's is basically solely because Christian McCaffrey and Chris Carson. So like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I yeah I like this running back group. Um, ideal scenario for Tony. Nick Chubb gets hurt. Yeah. He flips Kareem Hunt for like fucking uh, somebody DeAndre good. Hopkins or some shit, <laughs> yeah. right? Like I think that's stuff. and then he would have Lamar Jackson like yeah, right. QB1 and then you have Lamar Jackson um, a higher upside wide receiver. Tyler Boyd who 
I like Tyler Boyd as a wide receiver too, like safe, solid. Kamara, Eckler, Ingram. Well, Ingram will finish as a top five, six tight end. Um, Bell in your flex. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, I like I I can I can envision a scenario where this team is like very very good, but it only happens if Nick Chubb gets hurt. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, I think I think the only way that I can see this lineup like, b- barring like Tony like really doing some great trades, which I doubt. Uh, the <laughs> only way I can see this lineup like contending for a championship is if Kareem Hunt becomes like a very good player. Right, and that's the thing, and because it's simple enough. I don't want to take Tony Summick in it. If it's like, but I say simple, I just mean because Tony just doesn't kind of, doesn't really give a fuck. But like, Tony could man- manage trading as someone who has traded with Tony. Like, he could, he, Tony cares enough where like, if Nick Chubb gets hurt, Tony can trade a running back for a wide receiver. Yeah. Like, Tony can figure it out. Smart enough, yep. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's kind of, yeah, that's kind of, but yeah, like the bench, like, I Storing Shepard, solid. You know, like I think he, I think he'll have a fine, fine year. Um, Joe Burrow, I like Joe. Well, not when you have Lamar Jackson. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's, that's true. worthless, right? Like you're yeah. never not gonna. Yeah, start that's a good point. Lamar Definitely Jackson. would ever, ever, ever. But like, was there, was there? So I guess the question is like, was there? When, where did Burrow go in the tenth? Oof. Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, so his options were like, uh, and he could could have gotten like a useful bench piece, essentially. Well, I'm, trying, I'm bench, just trying to right. see what wideouts were available, but it doesn't really, it doesn't really look like there was a lot. Like Henry Ruggs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't think he Curtis Samuel. Yeah, like he wasn't gonna get a world beater. Uh, of course not. Yeah, 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 Justin Jefferson. Why didn't he? Tony's a homer. Why didn't he pick Justin Jefferson? Yeah, Tony. Why didn't you take Dalvin Cook in the first round? I, I thought I I thought I could trust you to do that for me, but <laughs> he didn't. All right, uh, we got three teams left. Okay. Uh, because I'm a homer, I've ranked myself third. Uh, <laughs> ben, so uh, that's fine. At so, least you didn't make yourself. Yeah. So you you made me give comments on on your team. Uh, so, so go ahead. What, what are your th- What are your thoughts here? My thought, my thoughts on Evans' team are obviously the first thing you notice is like great wide receivers. Got Michael Thomas, Kenny Galladay, Mike Evans, Robert Woods, solid. Um, Jared Goff, fine quarterback. You like we were te- we kind of touched on this earlier, but like when you have a guy like Goff, if Goff shifts the bed. What are you gonna pivot to? Right? Yeah, you're, you're pivoting to Philip Rivers. I wish I had. Jimmy I wish I. I wish I had drafted a quarterback but yeah it just like wound up when I was in that spot it was like I didn't want any of those guys it was like well I might as well I can get whoever off the waiver and it'll be the same as the guys that are available to me so yeah um, I don't love it I don't love it yeah um hey I don't I don't know much about Hayden Hurst um, okay so let me evangelize about Hayden Hurst so Hayden Hurst is, oh yeah you talked about this at the draft Hayden like, Hurst is the new Falcons tight end um he was uh, a first-round pick by the Ravens a few years back, but Mark Andrews started over him. Um, so, oh, the Ravens traded him. They freed Hayden Hurst. They had so yeah, many. They had yeah, so many. Right. The Ravens had they like, have so many tight The Ravens had like five tight ends. So, so he's a first-round talent uh, who like wasn't that bad for the Ravens. So he just didn't get that much playing time because Mark Andrews is really good. Um, the Falcons were throwing to Austin Hooper like 
nine times a game last year. Uh, and Hayden Hurst is like a similar player, right? Like they're both like tight ends who can catch. Um, mm-hmm. So Hayden Hurst just like steps into that role on like yeah, super, should, it, a super high volume passing offense. It should be. It should be that Ho- Hooper. Hooper is no longer on the Falcons. Yeah, right, yeah. Hooper is on the Browns now. So, so like Hurst just like immediately steps into that role, even if he only gets like eighty percent of the volume. Like he's easily a startable tight end in this league. Um, so I and I think like he's very much like the hype train is going with all the experts are like really into Hayden Hurst now. So I was excited to get him. Yeah. So so let me see. They're saying so the Ravens traded. Hurst and a fourth for a second and a fifth, which is pretty much saying that you think. Her, so so it's essentially that About a third round. Yeah, third round. Value? So so yeah. yeah. So it's like the Raven, the Falcons value him as a third round pick, and if mm-hmm. like they had drafted a tight end in the third round, you're probably gonna. Well, yeah. rookie tight ends. Suck, you, you know, so like yeah, you know, yeah, you know, a different thing. You know, but yeah, you draft a tight end, but we just we just imagine that he has aged in the NFL for yeah. five years. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty pumped about that. I mean, it's always just good to have players who are on good offenses, right? Yeah. Like, it's, where did you pick it? Ninety. So kind of the guys there were like Madison, Julian Edelman, Stafford, Michelle Ingram. Those are kind of the that's kind of the tier that you were. Marlon Mack. Yeah, like you was that? How was his ADP looking at that point? Where you did you like? I think I was maybe like a tad early on it, but like not too much. Like I think he's like tight end nine on Yahoo. Okay. Or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, so I'm happy with tight end and obviously happy with the wide receivers, but I'm feeling pretty shaky on the running backs, so I'm sure I'll be I'll be dealing there unless Zach Moss on the Bills becomes a thing or Boston Scott on the Eagles, like you never know. Um, yeah, so. it's kind of it's a little bit of a I forget who does the other team that had like two handcuffs as their bench running mm-hmm. backs. So I think I think Zach Moss isn't like a pure handcuff. Like I think he's going to have value if Singletary is healthy and I think the same thing with Scott um, but like neither of those guys are are like awesome stars. I think I think Moss is worth more than like so Singletary is not like a three down yeah running mm-hmm. back so I think Zach Moss gives you value there well and, and but all he, indications are that Moss is going to get the goal line touches too because Singletary is small so yeah but then the thing is like are you so with how your how your team is set up you'd be starting Moss over Lindsay over I'm probably over, not at the start of the year, but not, I could definitely you, see. By you're not, the end you're of not going right? to start him over Evans or Woods. Oh no! Um, yeah. But yeah, you're kind of saying like maybe halfway through the year you start him over a Philip a Philip Lindsay. Yeah. If like if what I predict with the Broncos happens, which I I think I think it'll happen. Yeah, so I, yeah I think yeah like I don't trust Philip Lindsay as my running back too. That's for sure. But you know yeah, we'll so, work it out. It's like yeah. it's like one spot that I'm worried about. Which yeah. I feel like it's always but, uh, yeah, the, the touchdown dependent thing is always a little Oh yeah. You're a little, little nerve wracking. Yeah. But yeah, I think yeah. I don't I think I think you I think you homered a little bit with the third, but you you did the rankings. You, I mean you, you bas- did. basically like my like my wide receivers are much better than everyone else's wide receivers. I, and I'm like below average at all the other positions. <laughs> but like I don't know. Like those four spots, like lock it in, like that. I'm perfectly fine with this wide receiver core. My hot take is that my wide receivers are better than yours. Who do you even have? I have Singletary, or not Singletary. I have Hopkins. Char- I did. I did Hopkins, give you Hopkins. tie for the best. Uh, tie for the second best at wide receivers. So Hopkins, Chark, Keenan Allen, Marvin Jones. Uh, 
I'd go one by one. So Michael Thomas is better than DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. I mean, clearly, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 Uh, Kenny Galladay and Chark. Like, it's a wash. Sure. Uh, Evans and Keenan Allen. I don't, I don't know. I don't know who's better. I, <laughs> okay. I, 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 just, I mean, the ADP is much higher on Evans, I will say. Okay. Like, so Evans will, like, probably have a better year because he has Tom Brady, but, like, maybe he... Uh, what's... Should we just... Sorry, maybe I just click on... Maybe, God forbid, I just click on the thing and see what... And, and then the final so, one is so, Robert Woods and Marvin Jones. Like, I'll take... I like I love Marvin Jones. I like well, I like I like Woods more than Mar- I I like Woods more than Marvin Jones because there's no cooks this year. Yeah. Um. In in Los Angeles, Keenan Allen 1,206 last year. Evans probably had more. Yeah, he did. Oh no, 1,208. So I mean, like not close enough. Well, yeah. We'll call that a wash. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. so so you're so you're so yeah. Like uh, Thomas is better than Hopkins, and, and Woods, Woods is better than Woods Jones, better than and the other two are like close enough, I guess. Okay, we went through that. Yeah. My hot take is recanted. <laughs> okay, there you go. That's it's, it's like, within, I, I feel very confident. About it is that. within the realm of possibility that. Oh yeah, my like wide receivers like, not performing. I, I'm not saying that like I, I I know that my wide receivers will be the top scoring. I think just as of now, there's no reason to argue that anyone else's will be better. Than That's mine. fine. That's um, fine. But there are a couple that are like close. I'd say. Um, anyways, let's move on to uh, team number two in the power rankings. Uh, Tim's team. Uh, this is dangerous because Tim is a good manager. Why is Tim's team always always good? <laughs> always good. God uh, damn it. Yeah. Uh, the, the talent here. So, uh, let me, what do I like? Oh, I have on the pros, Gronk is back, baby. I love that. <laughs> I, I love that a team that we know is going to be relevant in our fantasy league is going to be starting Gronk all year because that's going to be awesome. Well, it, and it's uh, a big dick swing to draft Gronk and not Hedge. Yeah, it yeah. It should be noted. Like, like Gronk, Gronk is like in his 30s and hasn't played football in a year and is entering a new offensive system in a year with no offseason. It's like, it, it's a risk. Yeah, it's and Arians, a risk. Arians never throws to tight ends. But, that's, yeah, but, the, but you could say the catch yeah. 22 of like, he's never had a Gronk. Yeah. Talent, but, but like, kinda. I mean, like, you know, they had two good tight, two good-ish tight ends last year and they just didn't use them at all. So that's, it's that's like, true. you know, uh, we'll who knows? See. I'm excited to see, obviously excited to watch the Buccaneers this year. Like, that's going to be like my number one team to watch, at least at the where beginning. Did he pick, where did he pick Gronk? Uh, round number eight, which I think is fine. Um, yeah, that's fine. So... So yeah, I think other than that though, I, I really like this starting lineup. He's got Julio Jones, he's got AJ Brown, pretty good wide receiver Solid. too, Stephon Diggs, uh, Joe Mixon at running back. I am interested to see DeAndre Swift, the rookie Lions running back out of Auburn. Did he go to Auburn? Georgia. Georgia, yeah, I knew it was SEC. Um, people keep talking about how good that guy is. So. Yeah, they drafted him in the second round. The, so the Lions were bad last yeah, year. Yeah, so it's early second round. So it would have been early, like almost for like, you know, yeah, it's a hyperbole, but like almost first round, right? Like, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how early he can take over the job from Carryon Johnson. Like it might be right away, or it might be halfway into the season. But I think come playoff time, like DeAndre Swift is going to be a starter running gonna, back. Yeah. Um, and he's also got some fun high upside guys on the bench. He's got C.D. Lamb, uh, the rookie Cowboys wide receiver out of Oklahoma, who I think is going to be really fun. Um, like. You know, somebody like Mikkel Harbin or Keyshawn Vaughn, like one of those guys could be useful. Um, so I like this team. 
Russell Wilson at QB. I Russell Wilson is such an incredible football player, and it, like he's so fun to have in fantasy. So happy for Tim. Yeah, Tim's team is nice because like it's it's all like it's all like sewn together kind of because like because Tim still kind of he still slips in the like because like I I am not gonna hate on guys for like drafting guys for who they like or like teams that they like mm-hmm. but like he still he gets to slide in like the Stefan Diggs and the Flex kind of, you know what <laughs> I mean like he still he still found a way like drafting like having a good draft and drafting he still found a way to kind of slide in the Stefan Diggs you know yeah. like, and like there is a there's a world where Stefan Diggs has a good year oh yeah um, definitely and like and I think like it, it could easily be the world that we are living in right now yeah it could be. <laughs> Um, Marlon Mack as a flex guy, I think is, I think yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. I think he's got enough of a bench where like that, yeah, that's you have not two, a huge problem. Right. I think the the world. I'm just trying to envision. So like the scenario where Tim's team, well, so like Tim's team solid. Like, yeah, like, I agree. Like Ceedee Lamb, he was a first round pick, right? Yeah. I think like every wide receiver was a first round pick. Uh, <laughs> there um, are a lot this year. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, like um, Emmanuel Sanders, he could have a good year. Um, Miko, like he could pop. You never like if Tyreek Hill gets hurt, which he probably will. Like then Miko Hardman is valuable. Yeah. But um, I think a scenario where Tim's team could slip is if DeAndre Swift is like not as good as we think. Yeah. He mm-hmm. is. like right. Like, then if, then well, he's just a little softer running back. Because he's a little because right like if I know it's a lot of ifs and like but that's like that's what you get into when you talk about like, the team that you have at second. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, right. It's, so it's gonna take like a couple of things, but like. You know, DeAndre Swift, like, if, if he's not as good as we think he is and Jonathan Taylor is as good as we think he is yeah. and Marlon Mack doesn't play, then what does Tim do at running back? I will say, I will say to that. Because he's got two – I guess, like, the one thing that I just noticed that, like, I was, I was eyeing, like, Keyshawn Vaughn, and it's like, okay, that's a handcuff. But then he also has Shady McCoy. So he has, yeah. he has two backup running backs from the same team. I'm going to guess that McCoy does not make it to week two on this roster. On Tim's roster or on the yeah. Bucks? Uh, either of them. Really? I, you think, you think I don't know why they would keep him around, to be honest. Like, like they have so many running backs, and they, this is not an obvious role for him. I, like, like, I guess they're going to be probably holding Vaughn's hand, but, like, Ronald Jones is going to be the starter. They've still got Ogumbo Wale to do third round, or um, third down. Is Ogumbo Wale a good football player, though? He's a good third down back, nothing else. I mean, that's all they need him for, right? Like, they've got two other, you know, with McCoy, three other guys. I, I, I don't think McCoy is going to be I think... He was washed last year, too. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But, like, Tampa is in win-now mode, right? I don't think they throw McCoy away. I don't know. I, guys like McCoy get thrown away all the time. Like, he's just on his last legs, I think. But. Uh, who knows? But, yeah, so that's kind of the scenario where Tim's team – so, like, Tim's team will be good. And if, like – Yeah. If, if, if the running backs slip up, Tim will figure it out. Yeah. Tim's a smart guy, so. Yeah, but, yeah, I think the, the running backs with the rookies – uh, on Detroit and Indianapolis, if it if it if you you know if the fifty fifty you know if it if it misses twice yeah that could be that could be bad for Tim. Okay, um, so we we're at our final our final team here. Uh, and if you're keeping track at home, we've only had one that we've disagreed on so far. Where Evan thought yeah. they were. Uh, so as as I look at the roster, I I might be a little overconfident in this team, but I've got Quinn number one. And there are two reasons for that, Ben. There are two and a half, but mostly two. Uh, those Don't two, hedge. Those two reasons are Christian McCaffrey and Patrick Mahomes. You Mar- can't backpedal now. Uh, Quinn, <laughs> Quinn, 
is going to have the RB1, and he's going to have one of the top two quarterbacks. Uh, and that's that kind of thing wins you games, uh, like, single-handedly. Uh, he's also got Chris Carson and Zach Ertz and Cortland Sutton and A.J. Green. Like, y- y- like as of right now, there, there are six guys that anyone in the league would be very comfortable starting. Uh, and then after that, there is nothing. <laughs> Which is what worries me about this number one, me putting them at number one. But I think the top-level talent here is so good that it's just going to be hard for this team not to make the playoffs. Like, unless Mahomes or McCaffrey gets injured, like, he's going to skate into the playoffs, I think. Like, because that's going to be 50 points a week, you know, Uh, from two guys. It's just hard hard to not have at least an average team with that. And I think, you know, if Chris Carson can stay healthy, like, I think A.J. Green if he's healthy, can be quite good still. Like, Corton Sutton's, you know, going to get at least 900 yards. Like, I think there are guys here. I am really worried about the flex. <laughs> like, like Quinn currently has Adrian Peterson in his starting lineup, which which is very, very bad. <laughs> that, is not, that is not something you want. So, Ben, your thoughts. So, if you're keeping track at home... We, we had one person so far where Evan thought they'd be bad and I thought they'd be good. So now naturally, with, with season preview, we need one where Evan thinks they're good and I think they're bad. And this is, this is the one I identified. I think Evan is, I think Evan is too high on Quinn's team. Now, I'm not saying Quinn's team should be ranked 8th or ninth. You know, I think Quinn's, obviously he has Mahomes and McCaffrey. Like, that itself is going to get you top half of the league. Unless you don't just, like, actively fuck up everything else. But I think Quinn kind of actively fucked up everything else. You know what I mean? I think so, he only fucked up the bench. So, because <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think and the flexes and the flexes. But I think, <laughs> but I think the roster. So, but I think the six starting spots at the top are are good. So that's so not that's, fucked up. So that's kind of my thing. So like, yeah. So, so, so like, <laughs> I, I think I think I think this will be very interesting because so like I did not die on the Joe Hill mm-hmm. because like. I don't have a ton of faith in Joe to like, yeah. to, to like, I said, cause I said he'd be good and you said he'd be bad. Like, but like, I, this is where I'm planting my flag. Like Evan thinks that Quinn has the best team in the league. I, on paper, I don't think Quinn, I don't think Quinn will make the playoffs. So I, I, don't think I will Quinn, say that given what we know about Quinn as an owner, I don't think he'll finish first. I do think that as of right now, this is the best fantasy team in the league. It, see, even when I said that, that felt a little bit weird to say. I do. But I will. I will. I, I will. I will say this again. I do not think Quinn will make the playoffs. I, that's going to be so hard for him not to make the playoffs. Man. Like so, I was saying before, he's got McCaffrey and Mahomes. All right, like, that, and that's fine. Like unless unless one of those so, two guys is injured, he's going to make the so playoffs. Here's, so here's like the thing. like pretty easily. So here's, right? so here's the thing. If you have one of those guys, that almost gets you there. Having both of them, like hey. What's going to happen? Hey, the, we, we don't listen to Hype Train for just normal fancy banter. We listen for hot takes. Uh, Patrick Mahomes... It's an, it's an normal Patrick normal fancy banter, like all hot takes. Pa- Patrick Mahomes, people forget, had less fancy points last year than Josh Allen and Kyler Murray. Ben, he missed three games. Hey, you got to play the not a valid. You gotta that is not a valid fact. He got a big fat contract. I think he's going to get complacent. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. I, you know, he's got all that guaranteed money. 
he's he's a part owner of the uh, Kansas City Royals now. I think he's gonna get distracted a little bit with that. He's gonna be distracted by the Kansas City Royals. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna have to you yeah. know do some scouting. Yeah, I'm sure the Royals for, will be playing deep into October this year. He's gonna be really really distracted. So so here, so here's my thing. In all seriousness, so like obviously Mahomes good, uh, McCaffrey good, Carson good, Ertz good. So that's that's good, right? Like yes. those are but. Like, I don't like Cortland Sutton at all as wide receiver one for reasons that I've given about the Denver offense. Like, de- like having Cortland Sutton as wide receiver one is very risky. A.J. Green didn't play football last year. He's your starting wide receiver two, and the only other wide receivers on this roster are Curtis Samuel and Nikhil Harry. So That's, that's not ideal. Like, so that's not that's, ideal. So wide receivers don't think are good. So I think I think like, part of my thing here is that you're you're pretty low on Sutton, like lower than consensus for sure. Um, so I think I think he's fine. It, not not a good wide receiver one, but certainly a startable wide receiver two. Uh, but like AJ Green could very easily mit, like oh yeah. If I, if I told you AJ Green started more than eight games this year, if I bet you ten, like not that we're gonna, we're not, but like if I bet you ten dollars that AJ Green would play less than nine games this year, would you take the other side of it? I might, but it w- I would have to think about it, right? Like, I think it's possible that he is healthy, and if he's healthy, he's good. Like, very good, right? Um, I think it is... I, I, I acknowledge that that is when you already have McCaffrey and Mahomes. So did Quinn auto-draft? No. Or he, he, he drafted... Okay, like... I think that is a, a, a fence swing that you absolutely take when you have Mahomes, McCaffrey, Carson, Hurts. I like. I totally understand swinging for the fences with AJ Green and what was probably like the seventh. I was just gonna look round. Uh, the last pick of the sixth round. Last pick of the sixth round. I like, think that's pretty good value for AJ Green. Too. Yeah, and I, and I think that's like. I think that's just solid. I think that's kind of where he was going in a lot of mock drafts. Like, I I totally get the AJ Green thing, and but like. He could very easily just miss half the year. Yeah. And then you have to start Curtis Samuel or Nikhil Harry. I do wish this bench was better. Right. It's pretty bad. And then so then like and so then your flexes are Matt Breida. <laughs> who who's the other running back in Miami? Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard. Um and also like Brian Fitzpatrick is the quarterback and like For maybe Tua. Yeah. And then like I it's just it'll be a bad offense. Yeah. Um Adrian Peterson. <laughs> It's not what you want. That's very much not what you want. I was about to mistakenly refer to this team because it's the team from Washington. Like how we said last year, we were ahead of it, Evan. Hype yeah. Train Hype Train was ahead of We were the only Washington. we were the only people who made that joke. Yeah. Uh, uh, so like like I get that there's no guys, but I but but they have like three other running backs and it's like why would they like for the third year in a row they're gonna give it to like ancient Adrian Peterson on what I think will be the worst offense in the league. Yeah, yeah. They also yeah. No, I picked um, I picked that rookie, the gadget guy Gibson. Like they have Gibson. Yeah, and Antonio Gibson and Bryce Love. Bryce Love. And there's like one other guy. I think I don't know. It's all, it's a mess. Yeah. I, I, like I. Well, and the offense is just not going to. And be it's not going to be good, right? And they're going to be behind all the time, yeah. so they're not going to be running. And the other issue is like this yeah. is kind of like a similar theme that we've been having. Like he spends a he spends a high draft pick on Zach Ertz. And then turns around and picks Jonu Smith in the tenth. Yeah. When like you're not gonna get a crazy, you know, Jonu Smith was pick one forty. Like you're you know you're not gonna get someone you know crazy good at one forty. But like like pick maybe you pick Henry Ruggs and like Henry Ruggs 
pops off. Yeah. You know, or you know, one of these like one of these rookie wide receivers, you know, I just Yeah, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. Like I just He could have had Mike Williams for later in the year. Quinn just needs to hope that every week he gets twenty five from Mahomes, twenty from McCaffrey. The thing is, 15, 15, 15. He totally will. But that's that's the thing. So let's let's do the math here. Like 25 from Mahomes, 20 from McCaffrey, 45. You get 15 from Carson, that's 60. 12 from Ertz, 72. That means to get. That's pretty good. (laughs) He's got five guys left. So that means means you need to get 25. You got to get 25 points from the. I mean, like, league average is 90. League average is 90? Yeah. Okay. But you don't need 100 points. Most weeks. Okay, but like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know with this team. If I don't know if he gets to ninety, on average, a week. Oh, he for sure. He has Mahomes and Carson. That's like 45, 50, or not Carson, CMC. Like forty-five or fifty points a week with two guys. And then it's not like the rest but, of them are schlubs. Like he's got good but, players. But, okay, but, but the but what I was giving him with Carson and Ertz is like. More than what they will do if you do the mean. Oh, like, 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 Ertz is not going to get 12 every week, and Carson's not going to get 15 every week. Yeah. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, Carson might average close to 15, but... Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I just... All right, well... I, well but then also, like, that's also, like, the same thing. Like, why is Drew Locke on this team? Yeah. Like, I... He has my home. And also it's, <laughs> I love and, that Drew Locke. And also, it's, it's so funny. And also, it's Drew Locke, right? Like... <laughs> But then, Drew Locke, Corbin Sutton, stack. <laughs> it's a stack. Oh, He's going to bench Mahomes just to, just to pray to get that stack. This, this is Quinn, so he will do that at least once this, this year. This is an interesting... This will be an interesting thing to keep track of. People, like, people starting bad QBs because they have well, no, well, no, 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 Yes. <laughs> I, just essentially, like... Because Quinn could very easily finish the year, like, 10-3 and three and be, like, the one seed. And I look like a fool, but just remember. I also don't think this team will make the playoffs. Just remember, <laughs> Quinn. Ben thought that Tom's team would be bad last year, and look at where that got Tom. So, how how fun is it going to be when Quinn wins the Super Bowl? <laughs> 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 the Super Bowl's already got an asterisk, so it's fine. I'm glad that we got that in before. That yeah, we had to get them in the first episode, yeah. just just for the record. Just for the record, if anyone, yeah. whoever wins this year, it has an asterisk. Yeah, it. it's canonical now. You can't fight it. All right, Ben, we we're ready to wrap up. This is probably our longest pod ever, which makes sense. It's this definitely not preview. our longest pod ever, dude. It totally is. We're at hour forty almost. Well, that's fair. Well, I have to drive like five and a half hours tomorrow, so I'm going to listen to this and uh, <laughs> maybe we give a, just a brief one minute. Life update. We're already at one thirty-eight. Like, who gives a shit? All right, Evan. Life update for uh, the people. Yeah, my life update is that I am no longer pursuing a PhD in biostatistics. Uh, I'll be getting my master's instead. Uh, ben, I don't know if anyone has ever told you this, but if you have a chance to spend four years in grad school and come away with only a master's, you should absolutely do it. Uh, it's great. I love it. But uh, all joking aside, uh, I think it is a good decision. So here we, we are. We support we support Evan. Evan's doing Evan did not come to this decision lightly, obviously. So we, we support Evan, doing what's the best for him. You know, we support our boys. My my life update is we just moved into this we're we're breaking in this new garage over in Northeast. So if anyone's over in Northeast at any point, I'm here, Henry's here, Mitch is gonna be here soon. Yeah, apparently, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So swing by Northeast, see the boys. 
Um, I am going to tomorrow morning, East Grand Forks, EGF, Minnesota, which will be a nice five and a half hour drive. And for the next week, I will be in the greater East Grand Forks area doing census enumeration. <laughs> so that'll be fun. Like a normal person. Yeah. yeah totally. Normal. So, oh yeah. We're, oh yeah. So I guess my life update is I am, uh, working for the census, doing, doing, you know, doing our country proud, you know, doing, making the sacrifice for the, for the common good, like the constitution wanted, um, taking a few online classes through the U in the fall to get ready for, uh, this teaching program that I'm starting in, uh, business, business, high school, business teaching that I'm starting in February. So that's kind of, that's kind of what I'm on. Yeah. All right. That's what we got. Anyway, hope, hope everyone is well excited to have a, have another good season of Schaefer Bowl. Hopefully we get through a reasonable number of yeah, games. Yeah, let's keep, let's keep our fingers crossed that we get a season here. Yeah. <laughs> maybe something, before we go, maybe something we should acknowledge is, like, what happens to the pool if, like... I think, if, I, think, if, like, I, think I, I just decided if we don't get to Week 16, then I'm, I'm pulling the pool and giving it back to everyone, except the weekly bonus, the which bonus. you can keep. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I was just thinking, like, because, like, I think, like, the, the breaking point is going to be, like, week, like, eight or nine. Like, if the NFL, if we get past week eight or nine, even if it's just total dystopian dumpster fire, I think they're still going to jam it down everyone's throats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if we, I think... I, I think, think like, it's, I think it's actually a good deal earlier than that. I think it's, like, week five or something. Because it's, like, if they make it far enough, that will then demonstrate that it's acceptable in, in some way for them to be playing, right? So they'll just keep doing it. So yeah, I think they will. But I don't know, but it, the, there's the whole thing with like when it gets colder, then like it could be worse. That's possible. The flu, blah blah blah. I don't. I, just want I don't to... know if we necessarily even know that. Is the thing. Okay. That's what people like said before summer, but then summer sucked too. So it was like well, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to get that on the record before we left. We probably should have talked about like what happens if yeah the season. But yeah, I think I think just Let's keep our fingers crossed. I think if we if we just don't get through week sixteen. We just yep, then the money back. get your money back. Yeah. Except that 10 bucks. So, you know, for right. weeklies. Yeah. So right. w- win some weekly bonuses, get your money that's back fair. right away. That's, that's actually the key is to just, yeah. Start, that, start hot. That should have been the strategy going into the draft <laughs> is just front low. Like the auto drafters are going to be <laughs> pretty. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening everyone. If you made it through this whole thing, yeah. God kudos. bless your soul. Kudos. I'm sure Quinn is still listening because he was like, when am I going to talk about me? But Quinn was probably just like, he probably rewound it like three times. <laughs> like, wait, I'm sure I missed myself. He got halfway through and was like, well, he, how have I not been called yet? He listened to, he listened to teams like five through 11. He, he listened <laughs> to it like 10 times. Like, why, like, why are they not? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. Excited for the season. Uh, all right. Wait, do we have a catchphrase? Is it, is it a catchphrase at the end, right? Clear eyes. Oh, full hearts. Can't Can't lose. lose.